0: Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're asking, are alien mummies real? That's correct. Are alien mummies real? Now, of course, we're talking about the ones that uh, Jamie Malson has down there in Mexico. He's been showing around at the Congress. And we're asking the question, are these things real or are they fakes? Now, I've been pretty skeptical myself. Uh, Listeners has been asking for some time that I talk about it on the uh, program and I've kind of just uh, put it off because I didn't want to upset people that I actually believe these things are real. And I wasn't really sure it was worth the time to look at, but it's gotten so much press recently that I thought, well, why not just go ahead and present, you know, as much as I can, both sides of the story. The first article that we have comes here from the New York Post. It says DNA from non-human alien corpses is from unknown species analyst claim written by Melissa Cohen. Koenig, it says December 1st, 2023. And it began by saying the mystery of the non-human mummified remains found in Peru deepened this week when an analyst claimed that 30% of its DNA is not human, but is rather an unknown species. Controversial journalist and UFO enthusiast uh, Jose Jamie Malson cut, ushered in a team of scientists who performed a DNA analysis of the remains that found 30% of genetic material is not from any known species Now i have to warn you there's been questions about this because uh, we don't really seem to have confirmation from other independent laboratories so when we're testing this stuff honestly if you if you want to convince people that this stuff is real you have to let more than one person look at it and you really can't just sit there and control Uh, every single laboratory, every single person has access to these things. Yes, I know you run the risk that if you send samples off to some major university or some independent lab, that the samples are going to disappear, that they're going to automatically uh, debunk whatever you're trying to say. But it seems like you have to at least uh, give other people a chance to look at this thing. That's just my opinion, I'll get off my soapbox. Mexican researchers who appeared beside him as he testified before the nation's Congress also claimed the figures were authentic, compromising of just a single skeleton according to US Daily Star. That's another thing, they've x-rayed these things I don't see joints anywhere as far as like in the elbows or the knees so how do these things even move very strange well it remains unclear what the other 70 percent of the so-called alien's dna matched up with mausum argued that the dna analysis confirmed the mummies are definitely not human well i think what he means to say is they're definitely not totally human if they're telling us that 30 percent of the dna is human then we need to know what the other 70% is. And if they can't tell us, then just tell us that. This is the first time extraterrestrial life has been presented in this manner, he said, in a transcript of the hearing obtained by the Daily Star. We have a clear example of non-human specimens unrelated to any known specimens on our planet. These specimens do not belong to our terrestrial evolution, he continued. They were not creatures discovered by a UFO crash. Instead, they were found in a diatom mines and later transformed into fossilized mummies." So I guess what he's trying to say is that he has some kind of information. Somehow he knows that these things were uh, human-alien hybrids, I suppose. Uh, Maybe he's basing that on the fact that he's saying 30% of the DNA came back human. Moussen went on to argue that the public has a right to know about non-human technology and beings. This reality unites humans rather than dividing us, he said. We are not alone in this universe. We should embrace this truth. The alien enthusiast had earlier presented the Nixon Congress lower chamber with photographs and x-rays. He and Dr. Daniel Mendoza said prove the, specimen, the specimens do not have lungs or ribs. Their real anthropologist Roger Zuniga of San Luis Gonzaga National University in Inca, Peru said the spe- of the specimens in his testimony last month. There was absolutely no human intervention in the physical and biological formation of these beings, he added, saying he didn't know the origin of the beings. So... You're taking the big step there because you don't have a chain of custody. Zuniga also presented a letter signed by 11 researchers from the university testifying the same conclusion, though they clarified that they were not implying the bodies were definitely aliens. Malston presented similar claims in Peru in 2017, but a report by the country's prosecutor's office found that the alien corpses were actually recently manufactured dolls, which have been covered with a mixture of paper and synthetic glue to simulate the presence of its skin. So telling you this guy's done this before and they've already been proven to be false. Yet many have expressed skepticism about the veracity of the origins of the mummified figures due to their uncanny resemblance to Steven Spielberg's E.T. an alien also with three figures. These things do look like E.T. And then he goes on, talks a little bit about some of the comments people have made about that. Yeah, I don't know. It just there's a lot of red flags here. There's another article in the Hindustan Times that says Mexico's alien mummies are unknown species. Experts put forth shocking claims and raise new questions. UFO all just testifies to the authenticity of Peruvian mummies with three fingers claiming they are not humans. It's got a picture of these things here. Like I said, no elbows, no knee, uh, no knees, no joints in these things. How could they even move? That's why I don't understand. How did how did how did they even uh biologically work. Two months after two non-human, quote-unquote, mummies were showcased to the world with claims that they may be extraterrestrial, now they're, now experts have put forth proof to suggest that those corpses were not fake and could be non-human. In September this year, the official unveiling of the alien bodies was carried out by ufologist Jamie Moussen in in Mexico City's Congress, where it was ascertained that the small mummified specimen were a thousand years old and had been retrieved from Cusco, Peru. They're making a lot of... uh, assertions and assumptions here that I'm just not sure how they got to that point. Now, in another hearing held by Mexico's Congress, Malsom has testified to the authenticity of the Peruvian mummies with three fingers, claiming the two corpses could be evidence of a non-human life forms. However, he hesitated to confirm whether these remains were indeed from aliens. Well, I I tell you, you look at the things and to me, it's one of two things. Either they're alien life forms or they're fake. Now, they're saying 30% Uh, 30 percent human i'm not even really seeing any human traits in here so how these things would have uh, bred with humans whether this was some sort of alien human hybrid that was just put here uh, by uh, a different alien uh you know uh group or whatever i just don't know but they do look they do look strange they have been in the news now i want to go ahead and look at another article here that has it's a little bit more critical i guess you could say ask a few more questions but i think it's important that we approach this stuff with an open mind but that we're also asked the common sense questions that need to be asked this is from box.com it says the true story of the fake unboxed aliens is wilder than actual aliens Written by Aja Romano. It says, All the greed, fraud, centuries of racism, and deteriorated llama skulls behind Mexico's unboxed aliens. We get down to the article a little bit and says, But um, well, what happens when such pursuits of wonder collide with shameless opportunism and a willingness to exploit ears of misinformation, even if it means disrespecting and distorting the past? These are the questions we're driven to ask in light of two recently unboxed 1,000 year old aliens revealed to the world by a crew of conspiracists with a history of trying and failing to make 1,000-year-old aliens happen. You know, I'm not sure if they're conspiracists, if they're genuine, or they're hoaxers, Uh, you know, but to throw in the word conspiracists does not necessarily help the article, in my opinion. The Mexican Congress is holding a hearing on the existence of unidentified anomalous phenomena on Wednesday, September 13th when the alleged Peruvian aliens were hand delivered in a dramatic coffin like box. In other words, it sounds like they just took over the hearing. I mean, and that's the danger of this sort of stuff. It can end up being just such a showstopper that it it, it just drives this whole hearing off into a parallel narrative. Well maybe we should we should be talking about some of the UFO crash recoveries that have happened in Mexico where they've lost uh, you know, where well, they've lost possession of these UFOs and they've ended up in a private contractor's uh, basement somewhere in the US. That might be more the more important questions than what we're looking at here. The Mexican Congress was holding a hearing on the existence of UAP on Wednesday when the alleged aliens were hand delivered. Then it goes on and says, uh, alas for the truthers, these skeletons are not alien life forms. Instead, they are most likely a composite of pre-Columbian human remains and animal bones all pieced together with some plaster. Now, I'm not sure, I, I have to disagree with them there because we look at the x-rays, uh, if they're fake, to me, they've almost like been poured into form or something, you know, just where, because they're all one piece. So I don't see I don't see it as something that's been, you know, wired together or glued together or whatnot. And then it goes on, and says, but how they aren't real is a story that's frankly wilder than aliens. In fact, these little guys appear to have been literally crowdfunded into existence. In 2017, as part of an ongoing attempt to create the illusion that these hucksters are sitting on an ancient alien gold mine, and that's just the tip of the alien scam iceberg. The full picture includes a long lineup of scavy con men dedicated to passing themselves off as pseudoscientific experts, from media veterans to fake archaeologists and doctors with dubious degrees, all committed to insisting, even as a litany of real scientists, line up to eject that their fake aliens are real. That's a lot to unpack alongside these two dubious extraterrestrials. So let's take a closer look. Well, you know, it's good—it's a good living if you can make it, I suppose, just faking aliens and getting people to give you money on the internet. The origin story, uh, I guess as long as, you go to, as long as you don't go to prison for fraud, huh? The origin story of these fake aliens, it says, yep, you heard it right. The unboxed aliens that caught the world's attention in 2023 were allegedly discovered in pieces in Peru in 2016 or 2017. They were purportedly found among the burial grounds of the Nazca and subsequently dubbed the Nazca mummies. The Nazca were an indigenous ancient Peruvian people known for creating the beautiful geoglyph designs known as the Nazca lines. So, this is a problem if they're if they are digging the stuff out of ancient burial grounds from indigenous people. That, that's an issue, a big time issue. In February 2017, a crowdfunding campaign for the Alien Project appeared. The project boasted its own website and held sponsored press conferences on the Nazca mummies. It promised to determine through extensive scientific analysis, mainly DNA and C14, the origin of the bodies and the mummified organs discovered in South Peru in January 2016. Quote, you can trust us the crowdfunding campaign, read, if it is an imposter or a fake, we will be the first to denounce it. The campaign, however, went on to smugly assure their contributors, if there is a fraud, we have not detected it yet. The man behind the campaign, per the Alien Project website, is a pseudoscientist named Thierry Jamin, who bills himself as an archaeologist and says he's not. He's also the purveyor of the fraudulent aliens. The campaign refers to the exceptional quality of these figures, dog-sized skeleton molds of three-fingered beings that seem to have been shamelessly hodgepodge together from a real disarticulated human remains covered in white plaster and presented to the world as though they were fully intact extraterrestrial beings that had been discovered in the the Peruvian wilderness. Like I said, they've shown x-rays they don't seem disarticulated. Maybe that's why they did that. They just seem to be all one piece, whatever they are. On his website, the Alien Project credits the origin of the mummies, not to Jamin, but to a man named Louis Quispe, a.k.a. Paul R. Jamin describes Quispe only as the holder of an incredible secret without elaboration, but says elsewhere that he is their contact with grave robbers, implying that Quispe is a kind of mummy runner, that's disturbing. Yet, in a 2017 blog post, the popular ufologist John Greenwald claimed to have tracked Quippy down and discovered that he was a YouTuber known for making videos of mummies that looked exactly like the Nazca mummies in order to show viewers how such mummies could be created as a hoax. Vox has reached out to Greenwald for verification. I wouldn't describe John Greenwald as a ufologist, uh, John Greenwald, he has his site where he just posts lots and lots of material that he's gotten from the government uh, throughout through a year request. So that that does throw a little bit of shade on the article that they kind of put him in that light. Uh, from the beginning, then, it would seem that the perpetrators of this hoax were in zero doubt about what they were doing. Jamin and his team of experts were from a community of ufologists and fraudsters with a long history of claiming fake doctorates or degrees from discredited schools and other sham credentials. Yet their alien investigations somehow raised $42,000 over 1,000 contributors and those contributors arguably got their money's worth. Jamin's pursuit to convince people that aliens were real evolved into an ongoing stunt that, despite the long and loud protests of actual scientists, ultimately led his creations to appear before the Mexican Congress. Almost as soon as the alleged aliens became public, scientists pushed back against the hoax, pointing out that the alien remains appeared to be human. I, there again, I don't. Get, they don't look human to me at all. This mummy is an archaeological mummy from which two fingers have been removed, and the number of flanges increased on the remaining three fingers. The website Scientificos declared in July two thousand seventeen, after consulting with researchers. The thing is, uh, people are making statements on both sides of the fence here. I think without even having examined these things, but just from the X-rays, if the X-rays are correct. Then these things aren't showing any joints, and they aren't showing that they're put together. They're just showing, like to me, the most logical logical explanation would be that they were just carved out of one piece of material, or maybe they were, maybe this, the, you know, this body was poured into a mold, like a like a styrofoam mold or something, and then it was just covered with this plaster if it's not a real alien. But I don't see this as being like human bones somehow knit together and covered in plaster or concrete. That's not what the X-ray is showing at all. So I don't know why they keep saying that. Neither are the discoveries he's claimed make to make a name of the pseudoscience nor the UFO frauds he's champion, which allegedly stretch back to the 1990s. Okay, talking about uh, Malison here, he does have a checkered past, I think. Uh, some of the things they're claiming here that he did that were fraudulent, presenting a strange being dubbed the Metapic Creature, which turned out to be a skinned monkey and you know, they got a picture of it here it's just it, it ended up being like like they said a skinned monkey that he's trying to pass off as an alien or maybe he was suggesting it could be an alien i mean he's like maintaining plausible deniability but he's still hauling this thing around all over the countryside showing it at ufo uh, get-togethers and on television and stuff it's just maddening championing a hoax called the roswell slides in 2015 which purported to show a photo of an alien body but turned out to be that of a mummified two-year-old boy several of the people involved in this hoax would later attach themselves to the Nazca mummy hoax so you're trying to pass off a mummy of a of a little boy from an ancient gravesite you yeah, and not cool Another hoax they claimed he did was claiming to have discovered a demon fairy. I remember this one. You can see the picture of it here. It looks like well, it's like a little demon with wings on the back. But it turns out it says uh, claiming to have discovered a demon fairy in 2016, which was revealed, which was revealed to be some conglomeration of a bat, wooden sticks, unseen epoxy, and other items designed to deceive. But not until after he sold it for ten thousand dollars. Man, it seems like a lot of work to go to for ten grand. Then it says, gaining an entry on the UFO watchdog hall of shame list for the repeated UFO-related false claims and fraud attempts. I remember some of these that Mossum's done, and that's why I just really question anything he brings forward because so much of the stuff that he's brought forward has turned out to be not what he suggested that it might be. I don't think he's ever come out and said, oh, this is definitely what this is, but it seems like his stick is, this is just my opinion, is that he brings out these mummies or these skinned monkeys or you know, the bat or whatever it is. And he prays them around and they get a lot of interest uh, kind of built up. And he never says, this definitely is that. He's like, hey, look what I found. Uh, You know, I can't tell you where I got it from exactly. It's from this guy, but that's not his real name. We have this really blurry chain of custody. And there's a lot of big uh, coverage of it on television and the internet. And this time before the Mexican Congress. And he never says, These are definitely aliens, but he just puts that out there. He always gives himself plenty of room for plausible deniability. But in the meantime, what he's doing is he's jitting up a lot of publicity. And he apparently is generating some kind of income off of this. That's what it looks like. At least in this case here, it says he sold this thing for $10,000. Now, if he sold it as is, I guess it's like selling a beat-up car. Yeah, I guess you don't know the transmission is going to fall out of the thing next week, but it has been making a lot of clunky noises. Now, if you take that thing to a car dealer and trade it in, do you have to tell them that? Well, maybe not. But if you sell it to your neighbor, should you tell them that? Well, you probably should. And so the thing is, he's bringing out all of these different uh, artifacts and saying, well, I don't know for 100% sure that this is what they are, but boy, it looks like an alien to me. And he's selling that story to people in the UFO community. And a lot of people are just taking it a hook like in the sinker because they want to trust anybody else in the community. They have a high level of trust. But is it okay to do that? Now, is it illegal? I don't know. Probably not because he has plausible deniability. But is it taking attention away from real things that deserve attention? Real things like the fact that John Greenwald can't get a unredacted version of a UFO crash retrieval from 70 years ago. Things like we are constantly being denied it's simple things like FAA logs, but they don't want to tell us about. And just this whole backlog, vast uh, sea of documents and information and videos, like the videos from the cockpit where the three UFOs were shot down earlier this year. All this kind of stuff, we should be talking about that and demanding just the simple disclosure, like give us the unredacted documents, give us the cockpit video, put it on television so we can all see it, and then we can make up our own mind. But instead of talking about that, we're talking about a couple of, I don't know, should I call them creatures? Should I call them uh, creations? Should I call them uh, little dolls? Whatever they are, making the rounds in Mexico. And we still haven't had, as far as I can see, a open, uh, transparent discovery process where we can all talk about what these things are. Now I'll finish up here. It says, these aliens are part of a long pattern of racism and erasure. This is a real thing to consider if they're taking these things out of Peruvian uh, graveyards, you know, ancient graveyards, that's not cool, okay? That's, That's really not cool. It says, this is part, This is the part where all of this gets less wacky and a lot less fun because even beyond the travesty that is disturbing individual disinterred remains lie the centuries of social attempts to diminish the glory of pre-Columbian artists and architects and turn their works into inconceivable ancient alien wonders. For instance, every few years, the same viral discovery recirculates around the internet. And then it goes on and talks about kind of this whole ancient alien things. And this this author, and maybe he's a native from there, has a lot of discomfort and annoyance with these people saying, well, these things couldn't have been created by the locals because they were not educated enough. They were too incompetent to make them, so it must have been aliens. He's got a point. If uh, there were multiple... Uh, history channel programs and discovery channel programs dedicating to, to, telling, to telling the world that uh, the Romans were too incompetent to build the Colosseum, uh, people might laugh and ridicule that. But it seems like the same thing can be said about uh, these really cool giant structures made by natives in, in the distant past, and it's all uh, fine and dandy. So that's the important thing. I think that's why it's so uh, crucial that we talk about what we know. And if we want to speculate on stuff, that's fine. That can be fun. But let's make sure people know that we're simply speculating and that we're just considering all the possibilities. So anyway, you get into a whole can of worms here when you're when you're going down to Peru and you're digging up graves of uh, ancient uh, indigenous people that live there, and then you're telling people, well, this. This bummy that I'm showing you could be a hybrid between an alien and one of those uh, ancient individuals that lived there. And then you're pregnant body around without knowing for sure what what its history is, what the chain of custody is. You're going to face accusations of um, being indifferent toward people, of being, uh, you know, racist. being just not caring about the local culture and that is not going to help the ufo community out whatsoever so do i think these uh alien mummies are real personally i don't think so do they deserve some more uh study sure but we also need to uh, establish a chain of custody so that we make sure that people aren't going to peru and robbing these graves because, you know, we have laws against that in this country. And there, there should probably be laws against that in Peru as well. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over now.